الحمد لله نحمده سبحانه وتعالى ونشكره ونسأله السداد والهدى والعفو والعافية والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله رحمة الله للعالمين خاتم الأنبياء والمرسلين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما نشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله We praise Allah We express to him our thanks and our gratitude and we ask him devoutly to give us the guidance and the support and the blessing that we need and we ask him to shower his blessing and peace on his mercy to humanity the last of the prophets Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam we bear witness that there is no deity save Allah and we bear witness that Muhammad is the servant and the messenger of Allah dear brothers and sisters in Islam as we all know Islam is not just a confessional religion we confirm our Islam by actions we do and stands we take vis-a-vis events and things that happen in our life it's not enough to say I am a Muslim but I should be aware that this will dictate with that statement that I should always seek stance in regards of things that are happening in life to locate me, to position me on the side of the message of Allah the message of liberation because we submit only to Allah of human dignity of justice and of mercy and as events take place we try to take a stand in regards to these events that are in harmony with the message this is how our Islam is affirmed and our faith is confirmed and our identity as Muslims is formed and so it is always important to look into the message itself into the book and see what the book is saying pertinent to things that are happening now and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says several things in Quran وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَهُمُ الْبَغْيُ هُمْ يَنْتَصِرُونَ 
that's and those who whenever tyranny afflicts them they, they defend themselves this is a verse in surah 42 verse number 39 quran also says wala tujadilu ahla alkitab illa illa you don't argue with the people of the book except in the most kind way except those who are bent on transgression and wrongdoing Quran also says وَلَا تَرْكَنُوا إِلَى الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا فَتَمَسَّكُمُ النَّارِ وَمَا لَكُمْ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ أَوْلِيَاءَ ثُمَّ لَا تُنْصَرُونَ Don't incline to or rely upon those who are bent on aggression. Otherwise, hellfire will touch you. And you will not find anything to protect you from Allah and you will never be succored. The Quran also says, talking to the believers, وَلَا تَكْتُمُ الشَّهَادَةً وَمَنْ يَكْتُمْهَا فَإِنَّهُ آثِمٌ قَلْبُ وَاللَّهُ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ عَلِيمٌ Don't conceal the testimony. And those who do that are sinners at heart. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in full knowledge of what we do. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in one of his teachings, As-sakitu anil haqqi shaytanun akhras. The one who doesn't speak out the truth is a mute devil. When we look at these teachings, it will then form our stand in regards of the major events that are taking place around us, and definitely it will form our stand vis-a-vis the atrocious pictures of sadistic torture of the Iraqi prisoners. We take a stand based on this teaching. And we should be aware that when something that the whole nation is talking about, we cannot as Muslims be silent about it. Because it is more pertinent to us, not because the torture is afflicting Muslims, but because we believe the torture of human beings is against the very fabric of our religion. I stood up loudly here after the mutilation of the bodies of those uh, American workers who were killed there, and I said Islam will never accept that because human soul and the human body are to be respected. With the same loudness and with the same clarity, we should stand up and say what we feel about the terrible, sadistic, 
beast-like aberrant behavior that all of us saw the pictures all over the channels and all over the papers. And our stand is not just to condemn that. It is really silly to say, oh, that's bad. Anybody knows that that's bad. And everybody saying that this is bad. From the president to the senate to the congress to the military to everybody saying it is bad. But we have, as responsible citizens who believe in Islam, see into it other than the establishment line. Let me tell you the establishment line. And I'm sure you heard it, you identify with it. That this is terrible. It is an isolated incidence. It is an isolated incidence. So was Rodney King incidence. was isolated incidence. Until it was investigated and we discovered a culture of police brutality. It's not an isolated incident. It is the incidents that was caught by the camera. That's different from isolated incidents. But anyways, this is first line. It is an isolated incidents. It does not represent our values. It is a major setback to our image in the Arab and the Muslim world. And those who did that should be court-martialed. This is the official line, which means that it is just six people from Virginia did what they did, and this will make Arabs and Muslims upset, and we need to make Arabs and Muslims happy. So we have to remedy that by the President of the United States standing by his friend, the King Abdullah of Jordan, and say a couple of good words and a couple of interviews on American Arabic-speaking channels, and everything is nice and dandy. We are, in other words, controlling damage of image. It is a public relation stunt. It's a public relation problem. This is the party line. Our line is different. And it has to be. Number one, it is not an isolated incident until a full-blown investigation is conducted by a neutral body. I can't ask a thief to interrogate himself. We need, we know whether it is isolated or not, after a full-blown investigation by an independent body. Number two, it cannot be an isolated incident simply because it is the outproduct of a culture of racism and religious bigotry. On behalf of some, and don't understand me wrong, I'm not saying all the military are like that or all Americans are like this. No, the majority are good people. And suffice to say that when something happens, it is all over and it is being investigated. And we know that in countries where we came from, this happens every day and nobody dares to speak about it. Let us be very honest 
with ourselves. Nonetheless, what happened is a court incidence on the camera representing an outproduct of a culture formed by religious bigots and religious extremists like, uh, like Frank Graham, like Pat Roberts, who kept telling American people that this is an evil religion and those are an evil people. And we have a general in the United States Army, General Boykin, said that Muhammad, astaghfirullah, is so and so, and this religion is evil, and my God is bigger than their God. The students of those guys are the chaplains in the army. They are graduated from these institutions. And of course, everybody is free to say what they wanted to say. The problem is when those odd extremist people become in power. And this is the dilemma of America now. Not that there are bad people. There are bad people everywhere and in every country and in every society. The problem becomes when those people become in the authority, they direct and shape and form the nature of the culture of a country that can allow something like that to happen. It's not an issue of torture. It is an issue of people who are torturing the others while they are smiling. It's not an interrogation to get information. It is pure, distilled, concentrated hate. The question that America should ask itself, where did that come from? And do you remember why do they hate us? I want to ask them this question. Why do you hate them? Those are already prisoners. What brought all that venom out of you to be able to do like that while you are smiling and people taking pictures? You know why the pictures were caught? Because everybody was taking pictures. Rumsfeld today said we have plenty of videos. Because they didn't consider this as something unbelievable. I heard it on CNN with my own ears. Calling an Israeli expert on terrorism saying verbatim, I'm quoting, you fight them like you fight termites. You attack them like you attack rodents. Just imagine if this had been said about any group in America. How would have been the reaction? But what those bigots are trying to do, they are trying to dehumanize a group of people. <clears throat> because <clears throat> for whatever sick reasons that they have, and when this dehumanization happens, this group of people become free game. And what we saw in this picture is free game. So our line is different, <clears throat> and we will keep saying again and again, it's not an issue of isolated incidents by some soldiers. Don't scapegoat. Few low-rank scapegoats. There is a culture resulted in that, and the perpetrators of this culture should be exposed. They are not willing to do that. We should. Without hesitation and without fear. Astaghfirullah.
الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله خاتم الأنبياء والمرسلين The second important uh, misunderstanding if I want it to be nice if it is not clear deception it is that this is a public relation problem with the Arab world let us go and tell them listen people we are American citizens this is a problem with the American people. Forget the Arab world. Let the Arabs or the Muslims deal with their issues there. They have worse things than that. But I am an American. This is contrary to my understanding of the country, contrary to the Constitution, against the law, against the values. It's making the country less secure, it is a national security problem and a moral bankruptcy. As Americans, don't take it to overseas, please. Because what you are trying to do is this is a problem that committed because of mistakes of the State Department or, 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 or the, the high rank. No. It is a pro you are answerable to us, not to the Arab world. You should be held accountable by the American people, not by the Arab people. After all, the Arab people got themselves or allowed the rulers to get themselves in this mess. But the American people should never allow that to happen and to be shoved under the rug and mistitled and misrepresented and encapsulated in a totally different issue. Isolated incidents, public relations setback, it will endanger this and it will endanger that. No, this is a deeper problem of hate racism and the bigotry that we are allowing it to erode and destroy and to compromise the very fabric of our country. And we should never allow them to do that. What to do? Because a Muslim is not supposed to analyze and that's that. Please, these are the lines that I figure out should be our lines. If you are convinced you can get the talking points, you'll find it on impact.org, and flood the phones of the congressmen and senators. Someone will tell me, are we going to change them? I don't care to change them. But they should be aware that there are American citizens here who are calling the bluff and seeing what is under the surface and not buying the propaganda campaign that's trying to divert the issue. And some of them are very good people, as a matter of fact. Uh, those who listen to the hearings today, some of them are good. But anyways, we should flood the phones. Number two, please tell your story from your mouth, from your perspective, to all the people that you know. We are however many million Americans, Muslim Americans, if each one talks to 10 people and give a different version of the story, that's more distribution than the New York Times. We can do that. And when you talk to others, please start by your children. Your children are in a big predicament now, people. Your children in the schools and in colleges are depicted as termites and rodents. Talk to them. 
let them cry to you. Let them open up to you because they are agonizing. And let them regain their confidence. When things are that bad, it's not because we are bad. It is because we have a bunch of criminals trying to destroy the image of Islam and trying to destroy this country as well for their own agendas. Our children should un understand that so that they don't feel compromised. Number three, support your organizations. I am asking you to support your organizations. Brothers and sisters, as long as we are weak in America, what happened will happen again. And what happened in Iraq will happen here. And what is happening in Iraq is happening here actually. In so many jails, so many cells, so many minorities are exposed to that. We, by virtue of Islam, should be the voice for the voiceless. And support your orga any organization you like. The Islamic Center, Impact, Support Care, support whoever. But we need strong, accountable Muslim organizations so that we can protect the interests of American Muslims. Nobody will do this job for us. And I want you to notice something. Remember after 9-11, everybody came to us, why don't you condemn terrorism? Wallah azim I condemn terrorism. No, 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 you are not doing enough. Okay, I condemn terrorism again. But you know, we didn't hear you. I condemn terrorism. You know, we didn't hear you condemning terrorism. Up till now, they are doing that. They are doing that to us. Even if you write it, it on your forehead, but why are Muslims not condemning terrorism? Uh, Dennis Prager saying that every day on the radio, he says, I didn't hear Muslims condemning terrorism. Although I know that these talks in this center are recorded. And they go everywhere. But they will come to you with a straight face. But why didn't you guys condemn it enough? What's enough? I was speaking in a synagogue day before yesterday, and somebody said, why didn't you have a demonstration? to condemn terrorism. I ask it, did you have demonstration to condemn terrorism? They silence, because I'm supposed to be the accused. And I resent that. I don't need to validate myself. Now we have to go to the religious voices in this country, because there is conspicuous silence. I did not hear Mr. Pat Roberts crying for violation of Jesus teachings by doing that to human beings. I'm not hear, hearing people who are pouring in love and love thy enemy and love thy neighbor. Where is the love? They are silent and quiet now. I'm expecting major Jewish organizations to come out with something, to say something. You know what this is telling us? It is your baby. It is our job. Nobody will do it for us. We will find good, honest people who will ally themselves with us. That's great. But basically, it is our job. So please consider this as, as our duty as Muslims, men and women, to do that. And after all, They plot and Allah plans, and Allah is the best planner. Who would have believed that they will be exposed that way. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have his own way. They did Radio Sawa and they did Al Hurra and they did things to win the hearts and the minds to fool people and comes something like that and calls all the bluffs. You didn't plan it, I didn't plan it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did. So don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. The truth will prevail. Inshallah. Wallahu ghalibun ala amri walakinna akthar al-nasi la ya'lamun. Allahumma ghafir lana warhamna wa'afina wa'afu anna wa'atawallana wa'atub alayna wa'asadid illahumma khutana. Oh Allah, guide us to the straight path. Bring our hearts together and let us be resolved in carrying your cause. وصلى الله على محمد أقم الصلاة